When the gift of faith is empowered, the results are miraculous. Welcome to today's teaching on Today Forward. As we understand all that God has provided for us, we can learn how to put our past behind us and move today forward. And now here's Mitch and Terry. What we're talking about, Mitch, is believing in the Holy Spirit of God that's in us. Yeah. That's this measure of faith that we've been given. We're trying to wrap our minds around it. We're beginning to grow. And we want the listeners to also receive their revelation. Yes. We want to make them hungry so they go out into the Word and search it out themselves. Scripture says, open the eyes of our understanding. And that's what I pray for, the eyes of their understanding to be open to all that He has for us. That's all we have to do is be a willing vessel we're willing to trust and believe in what God has provided for us. Has put in us. Yes. It's inside us right now, isn't it, Terry? The Holy Spirit of God lives within each and every believer. By faith. By faith. Oh, that's amazing. And the Holy Spirit is wanting to increase our faith and purge out unbelief. Once we wrap our minds around saving faith, then we can move forward in understanding the fruit of the Spirit that lives within us, and we have to believe by faith how that all operates. And to realize that everything God has equipped us with is to set us free so we're able to fight this spiritual warfare. Also that we can take it to the world, to the lost world. We're called to make disciples. Matthew 28, towards the end of that chapter, Go and make disciples. That's the Great Commission. That's what we're trying to accomplish here is to stir people up so that the Holy Spirit will come up out of them so that the unbelieving will see and believe. And to understand they're not helpless. That's right. We've been empowered by God. And we overlook this a lot of time. We, look at, we believe God for saving faith. But we don't believe him for changing faith. Ooh, that's a good way to say it. With the fruit of the Spirit. Changing our lives to minister to others and to set ourselves free. Saving faith. Mm. I want folks to just move forward now believing that they're set free. And it's by the Father's love for us that this has been accomplished. And now I want the listeners to understand the gifts of the Spirit that live within them, to begin to get a revelation knowledge of this. It's always bigger, but we have to begin. Get in the Word. Be diligent. Exercise that muscle of faith, that measure of faith that's in us. Begin to walk in this love, this long-suffering, this patience, this kindness, this goodness, all those things that are in us now, and these gifts Oh, they're so awesome. In 1 Corinthians 12, starting with the first verse, now concerning spiritual gifts. So we're talking about something we can't see. Our five senses, our human senses, are not able to pick this up. We have this invisible power, because when you understand the definition of spiritual, we have this invisible power that now lives within us. Because the warfare we're fighting is spiritual, spiritual battle. 
So why would not God equip us with the Holy Spirit of God to fight this spiritual warfare that we can't see? The gifts of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, are all invisible that live within us to equip us to fight this spiritual warfare. Let me give you another aspect of this out of the Amplified. These spiritual gifts, special endowments of supernatural energy. Whoa. <laughs> special endowments of supernatural energy. energy. Invisible power. It almost leaves you speechless, doesn't it? Well, yes, it does. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. This invisible power that lives within us. And that's why Paul didn't want us to be ignorant of it or misinformed or unaware. That's right. Because if you don't know you have something, how are you going to use it? That's exactly right. I think the biggest lie that Satan's conceived is saying you're saved by the grace of God, but that's it. And you're still held in my captive power here on earth until the day you die. Oh, that's a vicious lie of the devil, Mitch. Vicious. That's why it's important to understand the fruit of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit that live within us. I don't know what he's thinking behind all this, but he's just trying to deceive people. Okay, I can't keep this guy out of heaven. He's born again. He's got the Spirit of God in him. He's sealed. But I can keep him from spreading the word. From understanding all that he has in him. So, if I can tell him and convince people that this is of the devil, <laughs> they won't use it. Wow. That's, That's a great revelation you just drew me into. Well, I think of your favorite scripture, John 10.10, 10, that he comes but to kill, steal, and destroy. He's going to do it any way he can. And how does he do that? Ooh, through lies. Through lies. And we've been empowered. That's why it's so important to understand the fruit of the Spirit, because this is what sets your mind free. Understanding I can walk in love with my neighbor, with my wife, with my kids, with people I work with and associate with. This is what will set you free, because this is the character of God. We're taking our eyes off ourselves and focusing in on others. And this is how you're set free. Because you're not allowing your human emotions to dictate to you and feel sorry for yourself and beat yourself up. Because those are lies from the devil. We've been born again. Yes. We have the Spirit of God. We have the character of God living within us. And now let's continue on with our discussion in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, starting with the first verse. Now concerning spiritual gifts, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagans, you were led astray to mute idols, however you were led. Therefore, I want you to understand that no one speaking the Spirit of God ever says Jesus is a curse. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except in the Holy Spirit. Now there are a variety of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are varieties of service, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it's the same God who empowers them all and every one. Let's keep in mind, the Holy Spirit of God is in charge of all the gifts that live within you. He's in charge when they are to function and operate. We do not control it. It's the Holy Spirit who remains the same 
Verse 7, to each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. Verse 7 is a key verse to remember. The Holy Spirit moves for the common good. He operates through those gifts for the common good. We have to remember the Holy Spirit knows all things. He knows what's in the heart and in the mind of individuals. He knows what needs to be said. This is why we are equipped with the Holy Spirit of God so we can learn as we go through the gifts of the Spirit, discernment, wisdom, knowledge, all those things that we'll be talking about. I want to read this verse 7 in the King James and in the Amplified Okay. before we move on. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. Okay, that's the common good. The Amplified says it this way. But to each one is given the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Catch this next part. It's the evidence, the spiritual illumination of the Spirit for the common good. Evidence for the common good. There's a spiritual gift, and as that gift is brought forward, then there's evidence. And that's illuminating the Holy Spirit of God in you. And it's glorifying God, is it not? Glorifying God. Glorifying God. That's where John 16, 14 comes into play, glorifies God. This is what we need to remember. Everything is to glorify God. This is the checks and balances, isn't it? It's not about us. That's right. (laughs) It's about Him, His Holy Spirit, as He wants to flow out of us. Verse 8. For to one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom. We're beginning to go through the gifts of the Spirit now. He's prepared us in understanding the operation of the gifts that we'll be reading about flow through the Holy Spirit. So these are what they actually are. When they're manifested. Right. When they begin to manifest in our life. For to one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom, to the other the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit. And we've been talking a little bit about this, about faith. To another gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another working of miracles, to another prophecy, to the another the ability to distinguish between spirits, to another various kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. All these, verse 11, I want folks to listen to this. All these are empowered by one and the same spirit who are portions to each one individually as he wills. Let's talk about this, Terry. The Holy Spirit distributes, he empowers, as he wills to each individual. What I believe this is saying is every believer has every gift of the Spirit living within them. They have everything from God that they can possibly have at this point. And like you said earlier, it's a matter of understanding what we have. And we need to grasp that the Holy Spirit allows the gifts to function for a certain situation when we are out in the world You said a lot there when you said, He wills. It's His leading and guiding that we're flowing in. If we're doing this out of the flesh, do you know how convoluted that can get? If you think you have a word of knowledge for someone and it's strictly from the flesh, man, you're going to 
create a mess. It's what you're going to do. But the Holy Spirit, if he's moving through you, it's as he wills, and it should be perfect. And it's by faith we believe this. It's by faith we believe we can hear from the Holy Spirit. We've been talking about faith, and one of the gifts of the Spirit is faith. Verse 9, to another faith by the same Spirit. This faith we're talking about, this is the Holy Spirit giving a person a faith to accomplish something. He will give you this overwhelming faith to accomplish this. He will instill this hunger within you. And I'm reminded of Moses, where Moses received this overwhelming faith to accomplish a task. Paul received this overwhelming faith to accomplish a task. And here in the book of Acts, we see in Acts chapter 6, when they anointed seven men to carry out the work for the church, where the apostles laid hands on them. And one of them was Stephen. And I want to read this. Acts chapter 6, starting with the third verse. Therefore, brethren, seek out from among you seven men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. I want to jump down to verse 5. And the saying pleased the whole multitude, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit. Stephen had this overwhelming trust and belief in God by faith. The Holy Spirit instilled this faith in them to go out and accomplish what they were to do. And we see this. We're not going to go completely through this, but in Acts chapter 6, 8, And Stephen, full of faith and in power, did great wonders and signs among the people. He believed and understood the Holy Spirit of God lived within him, is what we're trying to draw from this. It goes back to the very beginning of what we were talking about with faith, Terry. He understood his saving faith. It got him into heaven. Yes, he understood that, didn't he? Yes. He understood the fruit of the Spirit of faith, where you have love and joy and peace, and you see that in Acts chapter 7. Fruit of faith is faith which gets heaven into you. Saving faith, faith which gets you into heaven. Fruit of the faith, faith which gets heaven into you. And then the gift of faith stems from saving faith and the fruit of faith. It is the ability to believe for the miraculous. Something we can't see. That's it. And this is why Stephen is a perfect example of this. He understood his saving faith, the fruit of faith, of walking in this love. In Acts chapter 7, we have to read this because I just love this passage. Acts chapter 7. And this is the gift of the Spirit of faith working in his life. Verse 54. But when they heard these things, they were cut to the heart, and they gnashed at him with their teeth. But he, talking about Stephen, being full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God, and Jesus standing at the right hand of God, and said, Look, I see heavens open, and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. I'm going to jump down to verse 59. And they stoned Stephen as he was calling on God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Verse 60. Then he knelt down and cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not charge them with this sin. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. 
Do you see the trust and the confidence that Stephen has in understanding his saving faith, the fruit of the Spirit operating? And he demonstrates all this through love. Yes. He sees into the spiritual realm. This is one of the gifts of the Spirit. He saw into the spiritual realm. But not only that, the most important thing, I think, and the most revealing is he's not focused in on himself one bit. He's walking in the spiritual realm because he says, Lord, do not charge this sin to them. He's in the supernatural realm. Yes. And the sin is what, Terry? Unbelief. That's the only reason they stoned him. It was because of their unbelief, not trusting and believing what Stephen was telling them. They had no faith, no confidence in what was being spoken, the Word of God. And so they acted out their unbelief. That's what manifested in their life when they stoned Stephen and had anger in their heart. It was unbelief. But we so often focus in on the physical part of the stoning and the anger. But it's really one simple thing. It's unbelief. This is the analogy that I see here between believing and not believing. Let me read from your notes just quickly because this is exactly what you're saying. Saving faith produces the active faith of the fruit of the Spirit, which in turn produces the gift of faith. When the gift of faith is empowered, the results are miraculous. The miraculous thing that Stephen did as these people were stoning him, he asked God to forgive them. That's miraculous to me. But only by the faith in God was he able to do that. Believing in everything that was in him by the Holy Spirit. And the same faith that Stephen demonstrated lives within us. If we're willing to yield ourselves to the leading of the Holy Spirit to purge out unbelief, we have been equipped, I can't stress this enough, we have been equipped to fight this spiritual warfare because this is this battle between believing and not believing, and it all has to do with the mind and Satan telling the lies to keep people in unbelief. What we're saying is we've been empowered as believers. I don't care how young you are, how old you are, if you're a believer, you've been empowered with saving faith, the fruit of faith, and the gifts of the Spirit to accomplish whatever task the Holy Spirit has in store for you. And what you're wanting to do now is learn to gear your mind around hearing from the Holy Spirit of God through reading His Word. And as you read it, you believe. But I'm telling you, most people cannot get past saving faith because they can't believe they're really saved. When they mess up, they look at things in the physical and saying, God cannot love me because of my physical. No, God does not see you in the physical any longer. What God has done is inserted a new spirit within us, and this is what he now sees. So we have to believe that I am born again, even though my physical flesh still acts up and makes mistakes and does bad things. 
We have to believe that the Spirit of God lives within me, because if I do not grasp this one simple thing of saving faith, I'll not go any further. And what I'm trying to convey here, and what you're trying to convey, Terry, is we're combating the lie of Satan saying, no, you're not worthy, you're not saved. We're in a battle. There's warfare going on. This thought brought me to 2 Corinthians 10, 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. Mitch, we've been equipped with every weapon by the Holy Spirit. We're not warring in the flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. We're equipped. We have it all. But it's not in the flesh. We're not warring according to the flesh. King James, 2 Corinthians 10, 4, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, to the pulling down of strongholds. That's what this Holy Spirit of God is in us, mighty. And what we want to convey also, 2 Timothy chapter 2, starting with the third verse, and it's going to tie right in to what you're talking about. You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Verse 4, No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. Terry. That's good. So many people misunderstand this verse, saying, I need to separate myself from the world. That's true to a certain degree. But go with it with this revelation. It's so I can hear from the Holy Spirit of God. This is the reason I do not want to entangle myself with the affairs of the world. And it's not to purge out sin. It's to purge out unbelief, not allowing unbelief to enter in. So I'm able to combat the lies of the devil. So I'm able to hear from the Holy Spirit of God so the gifts of the Spirit can flow through me. This is the only reason we're not to entangle ourselves with the affairs of the world, because that will affect the renewing of our mind, just what you're talking about. We talk about practical application and and getting people stirred up so that they can learn and begin to grasp more and more of the truth that's in the Word. I just love verse 5 here in 2 Corinthians 10, 5. Here's a practical way to do it. Cast down those imaginations, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. By faith, you have to believe this, that I can take control of my thoughts that I can listen to the Holy Spirit. I don't have to go over here with those negative thoughts, with those negative words. I've been empowered by the Holy Spirit of God. This is why we have to believe in the fruit of faith. I'm going to now focus in on love. I'm going to focus in on joy. I'm going to have peace in my life because I'm focusing in on those things. I'm going to grow in long-suffering which means patience. I'm going to be patient because the Holy Spirit reveals through the Word, this is how you can have patience, is understanding the reason people act the way they do in the world is because of unbelief. 
And when I received a revelation of this through God's Word, that set me free, and I was able to have compassion for others. Because I understand it's all about unbelief. It's not us against them. It's understanding it's all about unbelief because they do not have the Holy Spirit of God living within them. It's a supernatural battle. It's not in the flesh. It's in the supernatural realm. They're being won over by the forces of darkness. And we are equipping ourselves to be ambassadors of the light that's in us so that the glory of God will shine, so that people can see in the natural what's in us in the supernatural. And all the Lord wants to do is set people free. Yes. Not put them in bondage. He's already done it. He set us free. It's paid for. We just have to accept the gift. It's amazing. It's paid for our, all our sins, past, present, and future. They're all paid for. We just accept this gift, this supernatural gift by faith. And once you accept this gift, we can move forward. Today forward, can't we? Because this is how we begin to have victory in our lives. Is understanding what God has provided for us, that we're not helpless. We're not in captivity anymore. Luke 4.18. I have to turn to that one. Luke 4.18. The Spirit of the Lord. Yes. Wow. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. This is Jesus talking. Because He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. We have been anointed by God. Yes. 1 John Chapter 2, verse 27. It also refers to the anointing that we now have that we've received from God. Why have we received this anointing? He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, and set at liberty those who are oppressed, and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. To heal the brokenhearted, the spirit of man has been healed by the power of the Holy Spirit by what Jesus did on the cross. And to proclaim liberty, what's he proclaiming there? You are now set free. You are no longer held captive. You are no longer held at the point of the sword of Satan. You've been set free by the power of God. Do you believe what I'm reading here? Do you believe what's being said here by Jesus and so therefore, what is transformed the moment we believe this in recovery of sight to the blind. We now know truth. Unbelief is now being purged out of our life and now we're believing what Jesus is telling us. And we are now set free. Terry, this is so awesome when you tie the scriptures together and see what is really transforming and taking place in, in the body of Christ and how it can transform people's lives they can be set free. Mitch, we were talking about the lies of the devil and deceit. And I think this is another great lie of the devil that we don't have all the anointing that we need. That's a lie. We have the Holy Spirit of God living in us. We have that ability. We don't have to pray and ask God to send down his power. It's been sent. It's in us. We just need to find out what it is that's in us and let it flow out. Terry, we have the anointing. 
Yes. And it says the Holy Spirit wills that this anointing operates. It's not through Mitch and Terry. It's through the anointing of the Holy Spirit of God to perform a certain task. Just like Jesus was anointed to perform this certain task to set people free. And Terry, this mission has not changed any. Believers have been anointed to proclaim liberty, to set people free, to understand that unbelief can be purged out of your life. And you have to believe this by faith. It's all by faith is what we're trying to convey. It's by faith in believing that we're set free by the power of the Holy Spirit that God has provided for us. Thank God.